Today is about you taking on a new routine, really prioritizing your health and getting excited about that. And sometimes to get excited about things, we've got to have energy for it and we need something new. If you're looking for something new to supercharge your immune system, I highly recommend Organifi Immunity. Now, Organifi is a company that I've been using for many years, so has everybody in my family, and many of the listeners of The Shaleen Show swear by it. Just jump in the pod squad and you will read everyone else's testimonials, aside from my own. The reason why I love Organifi is because they create the highest quality supplements, and almost all of their supplements are in a powdered form, so you just mix them with your water, which is a double bonus because then you end up drinking a lot more water. All of their products are 100% USDA certified organic. All of their ingredients are carefully sourced. My pantry is filled with them, but the two that I drink at least twice a day include Organifi Pure and Organifi Immunity. They're easy. I just pour them into my water. I drink two of those today. I think it's partly because of the flavor and also because I'm doing something good for my immune system as well as my brain. It actually gets me excited to drink more water. And that's part of what we're going to talk about today is getting excited to do something that's good for you. And I want you to do just that. So go to Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. It's Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen, and you're going to get 20% off. Now, you don't even have to remember that code because in the show notes, which are below this audio, just swipe up on the show art, you will see the link directly to Organifi that gets you 20% off all of their products. The quality makes a huge difference. Check out Organifi. All of their ingredients are 100% USDA certified organic. Whatever your diet might be missing, they can supplement it. Go to Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen for 20% off. Hey there, what's going on? Thanks for being here. I'm going to help you get your mojo back for your fitness routine, for your workout, for your physical goals to look and feel amazing. You've lost your mojo. I get it. And I'm going to help you get it back. All right. As per usual, I think it's a really good idea to take inventory on why something doesn't feel good. Whenever something feels off, I think that should be our first step, whether it's just your overall happiness your goals, your relationships, like whatever it is, before you start figuring out how to fix something, you should probably take inventory and figure out like, okay, what is going wrong? Or what is it that might be the problem? So some of the reasons why people tend to lose, by the way, it's very common, tend to lose their fitness mojo is number one, you're missing structure and you need structure. It could also possibly be because you don't have anyone or anything that's keeping you accountable. It might be because you're bored. Your workouts have been the same for too long. They lack variety. They lack challenge. They lack interest. They're no longer fun. They're not exciting. It's not enjoyable for you the way it once was. Now, this episode is for that person who's lost their mojo, which of course is to imply that you once had it. However, maybe you've never had it. In which case, I still think this episode is going to be pretty important for you. But let's talk about some other reasons why you might have lost your mojo for it. You might feel like there's just so much to do. It's simply overwhelming and you don't even know where to start. Or your goals just feel so far out of reach. You feel like you've slipped too far. It might also be because you're just trying to see when fitness fits in. You're trying to find time as opposed to making time for it. In other words, you're missing that structure, you're missing a schedule. 
Maybe your goals or your expectations for yourself are just unrealistic. So you already feel defeated and you haven't even started. Maybe you're following the wrong people in social media and they have you feeling like it's so unattainable. You will never be able to look like that. You'll never be able to move like that. You'll never be able to do the things that they can do. So you've just given up. Maybe you're holding yourself against a standard which doesn't make sense for your age or current level of activity. In other words, you're saying to yourself, if I can't do what I did when I was 25 or 35 or whatever, then I get angry with myself and I get depressed and it's this this downward spiral and then I'm like, forget it. I don't feel like doing anything. Is any of this ringing true for you? Are you nodding with me right now? Have I tapped into some of the reasons why you may have lost your mojo? Okay, well, good. Let me let you in on a major secret. Even the most determined, scheduled, disciplined, motivated, inspirational fitness phenoms also go through those same feelings. If they're human, they are going to feel those things. I know this because... I happen to know a lot of folks in the fitness industry. And of course, I can consider my own experience. There are days where I'm like, God, I just, I want to feel the way I feel when I'm done, but I don't feel like going to work out right now. I just don't feel like it. And there are periods of time where I feel like I'm putting in a ton of effort, yet I don't see improvements. And there's been times where I've worked myself to the bone and got incredible results, but I was really unhappy because of the many sacrifices that I had to make, like the things I had to give up and how it actually was unhealthy for me to be pursuing my fitness goals to a point where I wasn't able to rest, where I was cutting my calories, where I was over-exercising, where I was putting my body under an incredible amount of stress, and that wasn't healthy And even though my body fat might have been low, and even though I might have been at a lower weight, I was really, really unhealthy and unhappy. So I've had to learn how to strike that balance, how to learn, or maybe better stated, how to unlearn some of the things that I picked up from just being in the consumer fitness industry. Perhaps the most important of which was learning what true health is and why I exercise. Why I exercise today is not so that I look a certain way in social media. Today, I exercise because I care about me and I care about my family and because I want to be productive. I want to be creative. I just want to feel good, which means if I'm doing too much, I'm not going to feel good. But we're not talking about doing too much. We're talking today about getting you back in the habit, getting you excited to do it again. So let me share with you some quick tips. These are things that I do on those days, even right now, in 2022, if I wake up and I'm like, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not in the mood. I don't feel like going to the gym. I keep putzing around the house. I keep pushing off my workout time. I keep finding other things to do besides going workout. And I will do that from time to time and I have to catch myself. And these are some of the tricks and tips and hacks and suggestions that I use myself. And I think they're going to be incredibly helpful for you. And the first of which is I think about how it makes me feel. Like, what is it I feel when I'm done? Which is usually amazing. So don't think about what you feel like after that one workout that was just exhausting and then you had to take a nap and your foot hurt and don't think about that. Think about a workout where once you finished it, you felt like a superhero. You had high energy, your hair was sweaty, 
or your muscles were depleted and you felt like it was felt so good to feel like you really got a great workout. Like it's just this high that's hard to describe. And the reason why habits stick, by the way, fitness is a daily habit. It's one that you should make movement, daily movement, a habit. And one of the ways that we get habits to stick is to focus on the benefit, the reward. And the reward, aside from what we see on the scale or what we see in the mirror, those things are kind of secondary. I think what is a more powerful reward, the reward that I think about is how I feel. So focus on that. If I'm really not in the mood and I find that I'm listening to a podcast, if I'm reading a book or if I'm scrolling social media and I'm like, and in the back of my mind, I keep thinking, ugh, I'm procrastinating, aren't I? I need to go work out, but I'm not in the mood. I don't feel the energy for it. I have a couple of different playlists and I would share my playlist with you, but I don't think that would really make sense because my playlists are the playlists that get me hype. I don't know what's going to get you hype, but all you need is about four or five songs. That's it. Just create a playlist on Apple iTunes or Spotify or whatever app you listen to your music on, a list of songs that get you can't help but not feel pumped up and excited and in a good mood. There is no question that music can transport our mood and our energy. You know this to be true. If you hear certain sad songs, you can immediately feel nostalgic or sad or the way you did after your ninth grade boyfriend broke up with you, or you can feel excited and pumped up and energetic. So create a playlist. My next tip for you is to change up your environment. If you're not looking forward to going wherever it is you go to exercise, that is a sign you need a new environment. That might mean joining a new gym. It might mean going to just a different branch of the gym that you're going to. It might mean instead of working out inside your home or your garage, that you get outside, you walk on the trails, you find a place where you actually get new mojo. Maybe it's joining a friend at their home to work out in their home gym. If you do have a place where you work out in your home, maybe you need to spruce it up or change the paint, change the floor, reorganize the equipment so that it actually feels like a space that you're excited to walk into. Our environments do have a major impact on our energy. When COVID hit for us, that was a real eye-opening experience. So number one, we've moved into a smaller home. We've moved into the beach house. And here at this house, we kind of made a decision because we had limited space that we weren't going to have a home gym. We decided, well, we've got a home gym at our office space in Aliso Viejo, and we will use that. Or we could always go to, you know, the health club. But all the health clubs were closed and all the businesses were closed and no one was really leaving their home at that time. So we had to figure out a way to work out here in the house when we had, oh, I don't know, five extra people living with us at the time. We were like really on top of each other. Parking at the beach is a nightmare. Our garage was packed to the gills. There was never enough room for cars. So like putting equipment in our gym was out of the question. There were no extra bedrooms. So putting any equipment in extra bedrooms was completely out of the question. So what we ended up having to do was move all of our furniture in our living room, or I guess you would call it the family room. I forget which is which. Which is the one that like no one uses, but there's a nice couch there. You know what I'm talking about? There's a living room and the family room. I can never remember which is which. But the one where we actually all hang out and watch TV, not that one, but the other one, we moved all of that furniture out. I know that you're yelling it to me right now, and unfortunately, I can't hear you. But we moved all of that furniture, and we put it into a storage unit, 
and we use that space to be our home gym. Now, we could have just worked around the furniture, etc., and just made do, but we tried doing that for a couple of weeks, and I just I couldn't get excited about going down there to work out. It drove me nuts. I just was not looking forward to my workout, and then I was kind of in a bad mood and going through the motions while I was doing it. Once we moved all of the furniture out, however, it felt like a whole new space. Then I was able to organize things, to create a little circuit, and then I really looked forward every day to coming downstairs to work out in that space. I'm happy to report that since that time, since the gyms have opened up again here in California anyways, you know, we've moved our furniture back to that space, the equipment went back to storage, and then we started going back to the gym or working out at our headquarters. But here's another thing. Okay, so one of the gyms that I work out at, I'm just going to be honest, I can't go there during times when it's kind of busy because I've got a limited number of minutes that I have to exercise and I feel like such a schmuck when I see someone I know, but I need to ignore them because if I stop and talk to them for 15 minutes, now my workout is 15 minutes shorter and I'm in a bad mood. So what's the point of doing it? And you never just see one person, you see like three or four people. And if you talk to each person for five, 10, 15 minutes, lordy, lordy, I mean, you've missed your whole workout. So I felt like a jerk, like intentionally not making eye contact with people who I actually know, who are just trying to be kind, trying to reach out. You know, I get it. I want to do that too. I just don't want to do it right now while I'm trying to work out. And I wear the big headphones and it just doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Plus, I'm a social person. So it's really hard for me to ignore someone when I see someone I know anyways. My remedy has been to go at off hours. So if I can't get there before rush hour, then I continue working and I might go in the middle of the day. But ideally, for me, that means going to the gym like at an hour that is not popular, an hour where I'm actually going to be able to get it done. So maybe you need a new environment or maybe you need a new time to work out. That's my next tip is you need a schedule. If you're trying to get your mojo back and you're thinking to yourself, well, I'll just wake up and I'm going to work out tomorrow, but it's not scheduled. Or worse yet, you say to yourself, I'll wake up and see how I feel. You know, it's not going to happen. It must be scheduled. You need some type of accountability so that if you don't show up, you're going to be letting someone down, which leads to a couple of different ways you can do that. Number one, you could take a fitness class. You could take a class at one of those boutique gyms where you have to pay for it in advance. You could also hire a personal trainer. Let me tell you, that will put the mojo back in your fitness routine. You're going to get excited because you're going to get great results. Even if you are a skilled fitness professional, even if you're a personal trainer, hire your own trainer. It is incredible how they can help keep you accountable. And maybe they'll just tweak a few things that you do. And remember, our bodies are designed to plateau. They're designed to create homeostasis, which means our bodies are constantly trying to stay the same. And if we're the person designing our workout and we're the person who's in charge of our workout, we're probably going to stay the same. I can't even tell you how valuable it was for me to hire a personal trainer a couple years ago. And, you know, even though I design workout programs, even though I I know my form, I'm a know-it-all, like this is my expertise, I got this. It's just different when someone has a different perspective. Even if sometimes I was like, I don't know if I really agree with why we're doing this particular exercise, I would go for it and say like, well, but it's different. 
So even though it's not exactly what I would do, it's different and my body is going to respond. Our bodies respond to different stimuli. If you're doing the same thing, if you're doing the same workout, if you're you know, sitting on that recumbent bike or taking your 20-minute walk every single day and you're getting bored with it and you're not happy about the results that you're seeing and that's part of the reason why you're losing your mojo, change it up. Phase it. If you don't have somebody local who can be your workout partner, meaning like meet you at the gym or come over to your house to do your workout with you at home, then find somebody online or reach out to a friend of yours who lives in another state or another city or whatever and just be check-in partners. So here's what we're going to do. Every day at such and such time, we have to text each other and say, did you do your workout? And then we're going to describe for each other what we did. Hey, I did chest and triceps. It took an hour and 10 minutes to get through all of my strength training routine. And then I came home and I walked for 30 minutes with my husband. And check in with each other. Tell each other what you've done. And that accountability, just having a check-in partner, even if they're not there in person, is going to help keep you accountable. And here's the thing about the excuse you perhaps have made that you just don't have the energy. Shalene, I, I want to do that. I know all of these things. I love the way I feel when I exercise. I just don't have any energy. This might not be what you want to hear, but it's the truth. Energy begets energy. I didn't come up with that concept, but it is physics. If you don't exercise, you're going to feel lower energy. Isn't that weird? And you need energy to work out, right? So you're thinking, well, but if I'm low energy, where am I going to get the energy to work out? By working out. <laughs> I know that sounds counterintuitive, but it's the facts. Just go work out. Just You don't have to kill yourself. Just start. Begin. And in those first five minutes, what you will feel is your energy rising. New research suggests that exercising will actually increase your energy levels, even amongst people who have chronic medical conditions like chronic fatigue syndrome, people who have heart disease, people who have low energy from diabetes. It may seem counterintuitive, but the new research says that by expanding your energy, by actually engaging in movement, by engaging in regular exercise, even if it's moderate exercise, it will actually pay you back in dividends because it increases your energy for more exercise. And a lot of the times when people are fatigued, the last thing you feel like doing is exercising. When people are feeling blue or depressed or sad or anxious, sometimes the last thing you feel like doing is exercising, but it's the first thing that you should be doing. In fact, Dr. Patrick O'Connor from the University of Georgia says that the best cure for fatigue is physical activity. Exercise boosts exercise. If you don't have any energy and that's why you're not exercising, just exercise, just start. If you wanna instantly have more energy, start exercising. In another study, the average effect of exercise was measured to have a far greater improvement than using stimulant medications, including stimulant medications that many people are prescribed for ADHD and even narcolepsy. Researchers also found that healthy adults who had cancer, chronic conditions including diabetes and heart disease all benefit mentally and physically from exercise, even moderate exercise. Next, I want you to shift your mindset. One of the reasons why you might not be looking forward to your workout routine right now 
is because you're not associating it with happiness, pride, or progress. And this might be because you are holding yourself to an unrealistic, unhealthy expectation. Maybe you're following people in social media or you're looking at fitness influencers and you're saying to yourself, I can never look like that or I don't look like that, so what's the point? That's not going to make you feel good. And we don't do things as humans. We avoid pain. So if we're thinking to ourselves, I'm just going to fail. I'll never look like so-and-so. I will never have a body like you-know-who. If that's what you're focusing on when you think about fitness, you just have to start focusing on something else because you know what? You are not going to look like her. You don't have her parents. You don't have her genetics. You probably don't have her eating disorder. You don't have her obsessive compulsive addiction to exercise. She has no children. She has no husband. She has no job. Like her full-time thing is fitness. No, you're not going to look like her. And thankfully so, because she's probably pretty miserable. You are going to look and feel freaking amazing. And that's all that matters. So stop comparing yourself before you even start to that person who you really don't even know. You don't know what they feel. You don't even know much about their health. You just know what they might look like from the outside. And be certain you're not comparing yourself to that person if it happens to be you, but like 15 years ago. You're not going to look like her either because you're older and you're a lot wiser. You're a lot smarter and you've got more going on today than you did back then. You know more. So it's a matter of not just setting more realistic expectations or goals for yourself, but setting goals that maybe don't even pertain to the scale or your physical appearance. I mean, those things are going to be a healthy byproduct. But if we're focused on those, we're going to miss all of the benefits that exercise provides for us, like feeling more confident, living longer, sleeping better, improved sexual relationships, better posture, better digestion, better energy, like the list goes on and on and on. I mean, the last of which is your weight or how you fit in your clothes. I mean, sure, those things are great. But if that's all you're focused on, you're going to be pretty miserable and you're not going to be that motivated. Your mojo ain't going to come back if that's what you're focused on. Next, know what the best time of day is for you to exercise. And here's how I want you to think about this. It's not necessarily when you have the highest energy, because when you have your highest energy, it might be completely unrealistic for you to exercise at that time. For most of the population, the best time for you to exercise is the time at which you will have the least interruptions. So if you think that you can exercise every day at 9 a.m., yet every day at 9 a.m., you find yourself getting caught up in work or having to respond to the kids, or that's when you're supposed to be working from home and that's when your boss is going to need you, well, then that's not the best time for you to work out because you're only going to fit it in on the rare occasions when you're not interrupted. So try to find the best time for you to exercise that most closely corresponds with your energy. If you've listened to my show for any length of time, you know that I used to exercise every single day. I woke up at 4.30 a.m. and I was usually at the gym by 5.30 a.m. And that was because no one needed me at that time. There were no interruptions. My energy wasn't the highest then, but it was the only time I could really get to the gym and no one would bug me. I believed that by 7 a.m., If somebody needed me, I had to be available to them. 
Now I'm older and wiser, and I realize if I'm really focused on health, I can't deprive myself of sleep. Sleep is the most important, essential element of our health. Our health starts with sleep. So I have to make sure I get enough sleep, yet work out early enough that I can get it done without interruptions. So for me personally, I turn my phone on focus mode or I put on airplane mode so I can still listen to my music and still get a great workout. But I won't be sucked into the notifications, the emails, the text messages, the inquiries, you know, the people that need me. They're still going to need me an hour later when I'm done with my workout, but I won't be able to enjoy it and thoroughly be present in my workout if I'm responding to people. So while my energy is probably the highest around noon, for me, that's just unrealistic with the business that I run and the people who are usually waiting on something for me. So for me, the ideal time to work out is somewhere in that 7 a.m. hour. And that's what I do most days. I understand because I don't have kids that live at home and because I work for myself, I've got more flexibility, more freedom than most people. But if you're one of those lucky people who has lots of freedom in your schedule, if you can't get to the gym during that ideal hour for you, you need a backup hour. So if I can't get there at 7 a.m. for whatever reason, something comes up that day, I have to take a podcast at that hour. I have to make an exception. Then I have a secondary time that I know I'm going to work out. And that secondary time for me is at 1 p.m. And 1 p.m. is awesome because the people who were there for their work lunch hour, they've already left. The gym is quiet again. I'm actually going to be able to get through my workout uninterrupted, listen to a great podcast or a great playlist and feel good about getting it done. As a point of reference, My goal is to exercise seven days a week, knowing full well that one of those days I'm probably going to wake up and feel that my body needs more rest and I'm going to take a rest day. I don't schedule my rest days. I never have. But I'm also really good at listening to my body. If I wake up and everything is sore and achy and I feel like my body is a little beat up, I'm still going to move, but I'm going to do something that isn't pounding and isn't taxing on my muscles. I will just get the blood flowing. I might take a power walk or I'll jump on my Peloton and I won't take a class. I'll just pedal at a moderate pace so that I get the blood pumping. So I get a little bit of a sweat, but I'm not pushing myself because ultimately what I'm trying to do is recover. You've got to give yourself adequate recovery But you can still move on your recovery days. I mean, you could take a walk. You can take a bike ride. I mean, there's lots of things. You could do some very low-intensity yoga. You can do some stretching, something to move your body. But your body is meant to be moved every single day. And your body is a gift. Oh, my goodness. I've said this so many times before, but I just want to remind you because repetition is the key to learning. But this beautiful body that you have, that you're able to move right now, that is such a gift from God. And if you've ever been injured to the point where you weren't able to exercise or maybe you were really sick and you weren't able to exercise, you know what it means to take that for granted. There's somebody listening right now to the sound of my voice who was once able to exercise every single day and today because of a fluke accident or a bizarre illness or some set of circumstances, they actually can't exercise And they long for that because they know how good it feels because it's such an incredible way to honor the gift that God has given us. 
visiting Bob at the care facility where he resides right now. It's just, it's such a reminder of how important it is to take care of our physical health. I mean, I look at some of the residents there who are wheelchair bound, who've lost all of their muscle tone, whose posture now results in their shoulders rounding forward. It just, it looks painful. And I think to myself, I wonder what they look like in their prime. Did they play sports? Were they on the track team? Did they take exercise classes? Did they play tennis? Did they swim? If you want to live in your body and you want your body to feel younger than your chronological years, you have got to prioritize your exercise. You've got to make a decision to get your mojo back. Because if you don't, you are going to age yourself. You're going to look older than you are. You're going to feel older than you are. You're going to feel tired. You're going to feel worn down. Listen, I got to give you a little bit of tough love, but if you continue to allow these negative thought patterns to prevent you from exercising, I got to put it straight to you. You are going to look older. You're going to feel older. You're going to become a burden to your family sooner than later. You're going to be that old person who's always complaining about their knees, their back, their arms. I'm tired. Is that what you want to be? Do you want to be the person who people look at and go, wow, they look really bad. They look 10 years older than their age. If you don't want that for yourself, then the solution is you got to take care of this machine. You got to take care of your body. And that means making a decision today, right now to get your mojo back. So what's it going to be? Start tracking it, hire a trainer, buy some new gear that gets you excited, maybe some new leggings, some new shoes, maybe it's some new fitness equipment. Try a new workout get excited, track your progress, and do me a favor. If you are a member of our pod squad, jump inside. I will be making a post early on Wednesday morning, the day that this releases. And underneath that post, I want you to tell me which of these tips you're going to apply. Tell me what you're excited about. Tell me what changes you're going to make. I want you to make a public declaration of how exactly you intend to get your mojo back. Thank you to those of you who joined the Patreon. The Patreon link is also below in our show notes. What is the Patreon? It's extra episodes of The Shaleen Show, but they're different. It's not personal growth stuff. There won't be like tips and takeaways. It's just conversations with me. It's my personal opinion. It's stuff that's happening in my personal life. It's stories that I haven't shared here on The Shaleen Show because they're potentially too personal. It's the kind of stuff that I'm just, I really don't need to make public, but I do feel like there's a certain small sector of people who listen to The Shaleen Show. We've been friends for a long time. We get each other. And maybe on the days where there isn't a Shaleen Show, you want some extra juice, you can get it for just $5 a month. You'll also get all of the regular Shaleen Shows ad-free. And there's a whole bunch of other really cool benefits and Lots of great ways for you to connect with me there on the Patreon side of things. It's $5 a month for the Between Friends tier. You can go to patreon.com forward slash The Shaleen Show to join. And then those episodes will show up here on whatever podcasting app you're listening to. Or you can actually listen to them on the Patreon app. And that's where you can leave me personal feedback about each episode. It's really cool. I love it. And we're having so much fun. It's such a great community. I've already told some juicy stories about some personal family stuff. 
and the time that a stalker choked me. Talked about hair extensions, how I really feel about my time in the fitness industry, and just like lots of personal stuff. I hope that you will join us there. Again, it's patreon.com forward slash The Shaleen Show. And if not, then please join us in the pod squad on Facebook. That is free as well. It is a link that you'll find in our show notes. And I will be back here to spend some time with you again on Friday. All right. Until then, I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to make sure you are subscribed and following along. The Shaleen Show is available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and most every podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star review and tell us specifically what you enjoyed. We'd love to know. The Shaleen Show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. For Tuesdays and Thursdays, be sure to follow and subscribe to Shaleen's other podcast, Build Your Tribe, which she co-hosts with her son, Brock Johnson. It's all about business, social media, and marketing, and devoted to helping you make more money and live more life. Links to anything referenced in today's episode, as well as show sponsors and other podcasts, can be found below in our show notes.